triangulate my hairline from these holes. Ladies and gentlemen, we're here. We're queer. Well, I'm queer. We're doing it, though. We're doing it. <laughs> we're doing it. The fucking... The Boy Crimes Podcast Ain't Shit Show Takeover. It's happening. What's happening? Uh, what? I, uh, we're here. Uh, I'm Andrew. Uh, we got Paul. We are... Yep. We are criminal boyologist um we, we are attempting a unified field manifesto on mm-hmm. the whether whether it's a genetic predisposition towards mm-hmm. criminality that boys are, are prevalent to or whether or not boydom is merely a word and that gender is not at all relevant to whether or not mm-hmm. one can have the heart of a boy and commit boy crimes so that that's kind of like the driving thesis, and then talking about food. That, mm-hmm. that that's pretty much yeah, our, yeah. our we both love, really love, love food. Um, yeah, it's kind of actually like how we kind of originally became friends and like connected a lot was just like over food and uh, talking mm-hmm. about it and like get, getting really into like, uh, you know, we just we'll get into whatever kind of food we're talking about and just like get into like like details about it, like very autistic shit. It's just mm-hmm. it's just two autistic guys talking about whatever the hell comes food. Us, you know? <laughs> yeah, that, well, I mean, like that's you know the ancient show. Oftentimes, is two fat guys ranting about how they're not gay and they don't they don't care about that their dad doesn't love them, and then it devolves into like, so what'd you eat today? You know what I'm saying? So very similar, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I will say like a lot of that like. I, I, I felt a kinship, like, like, when we've got daddy issues, I was like, oh, oh yeah. real scenes. Uh, yeah, like, fucking, I, I've, I remember, I heard about Baki, like, the mm-hmm. anime, mm-hmm. and I saw, like, one episode at some point years and years ago, and was like, this is the ugliest fucking thing I've ever seen in my life, why would anyone mm-hmm. watch this bullshit? And mm-hmm. then... I think I was watching, like, Hassan or some shit, and there was an offhanded comment on, like, the YouTube shorts, which is, like, TikTok light for extra fascism. I like to think I like to think of YouTube shorts as, like, that's... It's the... It's like TikTok, but for racist, essentially. Yes, yes. No, you're like, I want to see the weird British guy who's, like, the only person who can manage to use spices and cook, like, weird burrito thing. And then it's like, yeah. you want to see an old man shoot a gun and tell you about how America was better back in the day, don't you? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Oh, I want to see a black guy cooking ribs. What the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> They're like, oh, it's always like, I want to see an effeminate man tell me that I'm gay because I don't get as much pussy as he does. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what... <laughs> that's... If we're going for, like, podcasts like Villain Origins, honestly, like, I'm a child who's raised on talk radio. I mean, like, I have oh, vivid memories of... I'm sorry, dude. Was... <laughs> yeah. I was a sicko. I was sick in the head till I was, like, 18. Just, like, skipping school, smoking weed, listening to Glenn Beck and Sean Hannity until I came to a point of complete cognitive dissonance. It was like, you can pick one of these things. You can take talk radio or weed. Yeah, yeah. You can't do both, dude. You cannot do both. But, but like, for years as a kid, I was like, why isn't anybody telling me about this job where apparently you can just run your mouth for three hours a day with no college degree for no reason and change, like, politics and act like mm-hmm. you're God? 
and just have fun. You know, you get your Mexican maid to buy you fucking pain pills. Like, <laughs> you, you can have a random Catholic woman living in Colorado telling her 13-year-old son, no, no, Rush Limbaugh had back problems. It's different. He's not addicted. <laughs> and, uh, the fucked up thing is, like, my mom did have horrible back problems, so, like, I kind of got that. It's one of those, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, when you remember, like, oh, yeah, I was, like, eight years old, and then the ambulance came because you couldn't get out of bed, and it was just, like, oh, back problems, and child, like, huh, backs are bullshit. <laughs> I should move to South Korea and get them to replace this as soon as possible. <laughs> yeah, no, dude, uh, I'm a firm believer of like, so it's funny to me that you bring that up, that you're, you're, I was, I was had, I was on a podcast with someone else, uh, famous Dex, what's up Dex, uh, but they were, they came through on my podcast and we were hanging out uh-huh. and I was telling them like my villain origin story of like growing up of when I was a kid and so my my parents were like just didn't watch they they tolerated us they tolerated like the three of us my brother and sister during the school year but the day before the school ended they would have they would give us like 1 hour to pack everything that we could fit in a single like duffel bag and backpack and then they would ship us off to my grandma and grandpa in their ranch and ranch is a tough word to call what that was because it was like a prison it was like a penal colony yeah, with like I'm, was... I, I had a buddy stuck in like um what do they call like uh the shit out in like utah and montana like brace belden escaped from them like the yeah 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 no i know so it was it was like that but it was ran by my grandparents which sucked harder no. i know you're talking <laughs> no 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 you just have a similar origin story <laughs> but so so it was like uh it's a cat it was like maybe two or three acres and those two or three acres and then like it's two or three acres and like a tiny teeny tiny four bedroom house right which sounds like like four bedroom that's a lot and like no it's small it's a little tiny barnyard with like four acres and the four acres were just compl- all cactuses and my grandma would spend yeah my grandma would spend the entire summer uh-huh. um fucking like canning those cactuses because she had a restaurant and so she would can for those the entire summer she would can that entire fucking field of cactuses and then fucking uh and it took the entire summer to do and then we would go back and like sell it during at the restaurant during the the not summer months but here's where it gets insane Uh my job because i was the oldest was to go out there and chop cactuses and so my I and I would wake up every morning at 5 a.m. and I wouldn't stop working until about like 7 or 8:30 at night when it finally started getting cool. And they would she would just fucking bring me like tortillas and beans <laughs> with a little bit of cheese on them to sustain me throughout the day. And no no water. She would bring the hose out every now and then and I drank from the hose. And I I did that every summer until I was like 16. Do you get what I'm saying? Like from from like five years old to sixteen, that was what my like a, going to a prison colony and doing that every summer, and like that's why I'm like built the way I am. You see, how I'm just literally all shoulders and chest and like a fat gut. That's why because I had no other workout experience other than that, dude. And like so, like. So I gotta ask, like, what are you hacking the cactus with? Is it like? Uh, how do you collect it? Yeah, like what? How? What does this look like? With your bare ass hands, dude. <laughs> You use your bare hands. Use your bare hands and a machete, and that's what you would use. You just have a machete and bare in your bare hands, and you just hack it, and then you pick it up with your hands, and you try and move it, and not get pricks in your fingers. And then my, 
Like that's. I was gonna say if you like can make yourself have like little goblin hands and just like pick up a single needle and somehow like nah nah, oh fuck nah, me. not at scale. Your hands, bro. Like oh, shoot, a little, a little some sharp. Check this out. A little sharpness, right? Like I have no fucking sensitivity to sharpness in my fingers anymore. Like Damn. none. Like at all. Like nothing. It just and you can see how sharp that yeah, shit not is. Not all of your nerves, bro. <laughs> yeah, dude. I just I don't care anymore. My light, like <laughs> like that was anyways. So my reprieve, my like hard day of reward after that was because we can only bring like whatever we could fit in our bags. So we used to bring movies like VHS tapes. But, like, the heat was so bad that if we left any VHS tapes there, they would just melt in the heat. So, like, we couldn't leave them. We couldn't leave them anywhere. So we had to keep them, like, in a cool space. And so we realized we can only really carry, like, three or four VHSs at a time. And so the movies that we kept, the three movies, the movies that I, like, that I always picked was Annie, the 1990 movie, the the 1990s Annie. Okay. Goodfellas. And Polly, the Tony Shalhoub move, the Tony Shalhoub talking parrot movie. That's and those are my three favorite. <laughs> They're definitely making yeah. composition. Goddamn. Yeah, I so I grew up watching those three movies, like 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 every day, like religiously. It was my routine was to fall asleep to those three movies, to like after like a, putting in a long hard day of fucking cactus, you know, picking, and and just doing that, dude. Yeah, dude, like, just fucking, and then when, and then you would think that sometimes we'd finish, like, a month early, like, two months early sometimes, depending on how much, like, speed I got on it, and, like, I started getting good really later at the early years, and so my grandma would be like, oh, you finished early, I'm like, oh, yeah, so instead of being, letting me back in the house, she would lock the door, and then she'd be like, don't come home unless you got some money, well, and, and so, so like, like fuck yeah, fuck <laughs> so dude, I would leave, like, what the fuck? Dude, I my grandma my grandma and grandpa were like old school. They didn't fucking anyways, they they I would go cuz I'm Mexican and I can like go down to the fucking to where all the like the campos like where all the what you call it are at, the dudes picking fruit and stuff. And I used to go and do that. But because I spoke English real good, they were like haters. They like were like mad at me that I could like negotiate and be like, "No, nah, I'm not I'm not fucking I just picked all these oranges and you need them or I'll just go home with all these oranges and that's more money." for me than it is for you to give me three extra dollars you know what i'm saying like i'm not yeah. and so like you know i used to nego- negotiate like in that way so then they were haters and they didn't like that so i ended up going to fucking uh working and i was picking up my first job ever was shoveling shit like the cow shit at harris ranch mm-hmm. and i shoveled cow shit and so like that's all i did i would i would like work in the fucking cactus field in the morning until like 10 a.m from 5 a.m to 10 a.m and then i'd go start my shift at the shit shoveling factory and do that from 10 a.m to like eight and that's how i that's how i grew up so like you know what i'm saying like that my villain origin story of why i am the way i am is is easily that way like i had to entertain myself somehow the only thing i had back then by the way was an ll cool j cassette tape that i used to <laughs> yeah dude it's rough but like i'm it was LL Cool J. It was fine, dude. It wasn't yeah, that bad. No. I had a LL Cool J cassette tape, and then when I got when I upgraded to a CD player, I had the White Pony by the Deftones, and I think Issues by Corn were my two CDs that I had. And this. <laughs> Your uh, new metal art. Yeah, dude, and I've never I haven't got past it. 
I haven't got past it at all. Like, I'm still there, dude. <laughs> Spiritually, mentally. <laughs> I mean, I will say, like, Saw, Slipknot, I want to say, like, a year ago. Um, <clears throat> and, like, Mother... I felt so bad for Corey Taylor, because, like, the mm -hmm. altitude is horrible here. So oh, yeah. motherfuckers are coming from, like, I, like sea level all the way up here. Like, they're mm -hmm. always dying. And it, mm -hmm. but and they don't even know it. And they don't believe you when you're like, dude, you gotta drink water. No, no. Like, I had a mm -hmm. bottle of water yesterday. Like, you're gonna die. No, like, I yeah, went to the hospital. Sushi <laughs> restaurant, like, downtown. Just, like, mm -hmm. I, I go and work those sushi mines and get that sushi mm -hmm. war and smelt it down into beautiful mm -hmm. sushi bars. But, uh, mm -hmm. there's a taco place across the street that, that's, like, real popular with, like, built, like, a brick shit house, like, kind of asshole types. And mm -hmm. what's great is you get these people, and they come up here, and they're like, I'm big shit, I'm gonna go run the incline up in Manitou, which is basically, like, even higher up. It's just, out. like, some steep-ass stairs up a mountain. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, like, higher than a mile up, like, like, mm -hmm. altitude-wise. And they run this shit... And they're hot shit, they're huge, you know, Schwarzenegger-looking motherfucker. And then they come and they have, like, half a margarita, and they're trying to get through, like, their seven, like, street tacos. And they go outside mm -hmm. for a minute to hit that vape with the friend, and then they fall fucking face first in the goddamn asshole because <laughs> altitude don't give a fuck. And yeah, yeah, yeah. And the medics, like, dragging this guy up as his nose is broken. You're like, dude, I weigh 105 pounds. I could have told you that. Like, just be careful. Like, get high. Don't fucking drink. Like, what are you doing? Yeah, dude. <laughs> Oh my fucking god, dude! No, I I get it. I uh, I've had a lot of fucking experience with high altitudes, and like, I'm a short. I'm short. I, I'm actually like I'm a very weird That's build. Like you to say that you're short and you have experience with high altitudes. So. <sighs> and no, it it makes sense because everywhere I go is tall and high up. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm such a small little guy. You know what I mean? <laughs> Everywhere. Well, no, this well, is just no, make me think like, like you know, dwarves got the high strength. Uh, they can they can climb real good. Oh so yeah, dude, you get grow, that barrel like, chested yeah. like plus six to like constitution, whatever That's, fucking. I, I think it was I think it was you guys talking about this actually, but like I totally agree with like the dwarves being Mexican thing. Like, 100%, <laughs> yeah. Percent man, like I. <laughs> I, uh, oh, I, I I and it, I feel like it's been a thing for a while, like just like really referencing like dwarves with like with like names like Raul yeah dude. <laughs> dude names like names like Saul and fucking like you know Tranquilo and <laughs> Tranquilitas now, like, I can't tell you how many dwarves have named like uh like Carlos yeah you yeah, yeah. Names, like I didn't have a name <laughs> I'm sorry you can tell me you met a dwarf and they can't make El Pastor like you're fucking lying. Like, <laughs> shit, dude. Those motherfucker got donor out the fucking ass, man. Like Nah, it's I I do a lot of um I do a lot of like like fucking uh backpacking, right? I haven't done it in about a year, but before I was doing a lot of backpacking. I love it too and like for me, the closer I am to death the entire time, the more I get out of it. Do you know what I'm saying? So like my my like I'll I'll a, a normal person will pack to go backpacking for like three or four days at the maximum. Extreme guys who are like really good can go for a week or two. I will almost always plan for three weeks and I'll only bring up like a week worth of food and I don't and I don't think about water at all. I don't even plan on like where I'm gonna get it or how I'm gonna get it. Right? And I'll just end up there. And it's always by like this is how I kind of feel like low key that like 
maybe if there's a God, he's definitely protecting me or like he's down for me or something because I'll be out there sometimes and just like get comp insane luck. Like there was uh, the longest I think I ever spent was like almost four weeks and I was literally like starving. I thought I was I was too like weak to move or do anything. And I'm at my little campground and this lady like comes and I all I can smell is like hard like bacon smell and i thought look well i'm dying and i'm hallucinating and this is the last of it that i'm gonna die i'm gonna die smelling bacon and this lady walks up to her, she goes we're actually gonna leave early because my son has like a tummy ache and we're gonna like leave all this food and we just got done with breakfast do you want it and i was just like i turned to her and like with the most feral look in my eyes and i was just like leave it leave it on the counter right <laughs> just like, just leave it. Leave it all behind. Don't, I'll take the trash, too. Don't worry about it. Yeah. <laughs> and I, like, dude, I, like, I had to, like, literally struggle to sit up and, like, like crawl over. I had to, I waited for her to leave. But I, like, dude, I was on the verge of death. And, like, yeah. <laughs> uh, one time I gave myself extreme food poisoning eating salamanders because they're extremely poisonous. Why would you eat salamanders? <laughs> It was all I had because I ran out of food my first week and I'm two weeks in. Oh, sorry. For and some so, reason, I thought you were talking about a different time. Are, were you uh, talking about a different time? Do you just not go out with any food? I Dude, I, I only pack for like maybe two or three days. And then I I just see how long I can last outside of there. And then I don't ever. Yeah. That's dude, absolutely wild. <laughs> I, I don't care about my life, dude. It's hard to explain this to people. But like I care enough. I, like, I want to survive. You know what it is? Is that I don't. Nothing nothing feels real to me until it's real. Does that make any sense? <laughs> until no, no, it's no. like, like I get you. I've been trying yeah, to yeah. save up enough money to do the Colorado Trail and mm -hmm. like uh, that's fallen out a few times and like uh and I'm trying to like get like a partner to do it with me, but like uh people keep dropping out of that and then I'm just like can't save up enough money to do it anyway. But like mm -hmm. I haven't I haven't really committed myself to backpacking more than like a night cuz like I'm just like a big weenie when I'm out in the woods by myself and no one ever wants to come with me. So like I just get like lonely, <laughs> like dude. And the high my, the high altitude kind of uh, makes me like kind of less emotionally regulating. Cause <clears> like I, I talked to some of the guys that used to work up at a uh, bar camp, which is like halfway up a uh, halfway up a fourteener, right? And um, there is like some hippie guys. Uh, and I was talking to one of them about that, and he's like, "Man, like my first like two or three weeks working up here, like I just had like." crazy nightmares like every night mm -hmm. and that wasn't like his usual thing but like it's it can be like kind of a long-term like altitude sickness until you're completely acc acclimated to being like above ten thousand feet yeah well so it's funny to me that like because i'll like go to like like uh what is it mount i think it's mount rainier out here is like where we can backpack and stuff and like most people out here drive they so what i always end up doing is like i'll go I'll like have a friend drive me to the base and then I'll just head my way up. And it's funny to me to see other like campers being like, are you lost? Are you, you're like down at the base. You need a ride all the way back to your car. Like, did you do a damn like, oh no, no, I don't have a, I'm backpacking. And they're like, why in the fuck are you doing that? <laughs> like it's, that's insane, dude. And like, the, I think uh, the worst time I think that I ever did was I was in, uh, what is it? Like Mount Shasta area. And, like, I was climbing, and I got, like, a bad nosebleed, and I didn't notice it. So I was just, because I thought I was sweating. So I was, like, figuring I was just sweating. And so, like, I'm just walking, and I did I did about, like, 12 miles. Yeah, I'm literally, I did, like, 12 miles. I fucking am walking, and then I get to the camp, and 
people are like, oh my God, did you get attacked by something? And I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, I'm <laughs> like, what, what are you, and they're like, oh my God, oh my God, are you, like, did something get you? And I'm like, what are you talking about? And then like, I, I like look at the, I look, someone like holds up like a fucking cell phone, to, like a, you know, a video to see myself. And I look at myself and I'm like, holy shit, I'm covered in blood. And they're like, you didn't notice that? And I'm like, not at all. Like, <laughs> no, not at all. I just, I thought I was going to make my way up. But like, I've given the longest I think I've ever backpacked was like almost a month and a half. Right. I tried to do a whole summer and I got a month and a half in and like I like I, I, I trapped a rabbit and I tried to like I tried to. So I ate the rabbit and then I had like the skin. And I'm like, oh, I'm going to I'm going to make like boots out of this thing. It turns out like I don't know how to do that. And so I ended up like just strapping a like a rotting rabbit carcass to my foot, which was really bad. <laughs> like, wait, 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 wait! You tried to like tan the hide out. Like yeah, yeah, dude. I didn't know what I was dude. Yeah, I didn't know what I was doing, dude. I just tried. I like assumed well, you get all the skin stuff out and you just stretch it over something for like five days and it'll be fine. And no, that's not how that works at all. And I didn't fucking know that, dude. <laughs> No, no, the only, like, homeboy I had that came close to that was, like, two months out in uh, the mountains in Colorado during the summer, and mm -hmm. he went out with a homeboy because they were trying to kick heroin mm -hmm. for, like, part of a... That's a power, dude, that's a power move, Jesus, but yet... <laughs> no, like, homeboy, I love him, it made me very sad, he kicked heroin and got, like, heavy into liquor, mm -hmm. lived with me for a while, had to kick him out because he was like two and a half months of like you're you are like twice my size and twice my weight mm -hmm. and you're pissed drunk off vodka by 11 a.m every mm -hmm. day and yeah it's mad dangerous there's my fucking rent money yeah 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 it, fuck you yeah just get to a point where you're like homeboy i love you like it made me very sad to feel in a certain way like part of me that wishes you were on heroin instead of drinking that's tough yeah how how are opiates better than drinking at this point i got homies oh. i got homies that kick meth that are like that are now they just drink and they were better off on the meth i'm like remember you had like two jobs when you were on meth dude you were like motivated, dog. You, you did shit. shit. You did right. Yeah, you were good. You were good. With, you were good with your kids and everything. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like now you fucking suck, dude. <laughs> like now I gotta bail you out of shit all the time. <laughs> like, no, I, like that. It, it killed me with the homeboy. Um, but motherfucker was out there for like two months solid. Yeah. Mushrooms in the wild. Drugs, Jesus. Trade mm -hmm. them. Like. Mm -hmm. I have never picked somebody out of the wild like that before and been like, damn, do you even need a shower? Like, you you actually don't stink that much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, give me, like, seven days and I build up a waxy outer residue <laughs> that just exudes, like, a slight hint of patchouli musk. <laughs> a hint of heroin. And cannabis. Very organic variety. Nah, I get I get mad stinky, but also like I get greasy as shit. So like, I get like a glisten, like a so I'm like shiny, and I glow at night, and it's insane, right? <laughs> I'm like flammable. You know what I'm saying? Like like I could be flammable, like pine resin almost. Oh no, no, no. <laughs> I, I wish, I wish, like I had something positive. I get like anxiety sweats where like 
I'm a tiny person. I literally can't donate plasma. Like, I've tried. Mm-hmm. I don't weigh enough. Like, mm-hmm. the last time I did that, I had my big pants on and my big boots. <laughs> and they were playing Secretariat, and I was like, is mm-hmm. this a sign? Should I be a jockin, jockey for mm-hmm. bourbon? Like, what's going on? <laughs> um, and the, the nurse was like, look, you seem like a nice person. You're like 26, what? I'm not going to take plasma from you. Like, <laughs> we're going to peel you off the fucking pavement 45 <laughs> minutes after you come out here with frostbite. Like, I'm not going to fucking do that. So I was like, shit. So my buddy <laughs> was sitting there getting the plasma. I'm like, well, I'm getting the fuck out of here. Found a tiny-ass mm-hmm. brewery that had, like, mm-hmm. enough room to make beer and maybe, like, 12 seats. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I, I, I don't know what y'all are about. I'm just walking around. I'm a, you know, degenerate living in apartments nearby that doesn't happen to be on methamphetamine, which is a rarity around here. <laughs> now, uh, what are you doing? And they're like, oh, you know, we're not a part of Bristol, but uh, oh, what are you doing there, young man? Like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm broke. You know, I tried to donate mm-hmm. plasma, but I don't weigh enough. And this fucking just dude with a huge gut behind the bar named Biff who runs the place. Mm-hmm. Like, well, young man, I feel like I've drank more than enough for the two of us. How about I get you a beer on the house? Because it sounds like <laughs> you're in a down place. And you you could use a couple of pounds. And then I ended up getting like three or four drinks. Drinking with a bunch of middle-aged people talking about books getting hammered instead of donating <laughs> It was like, okay, you're like, excuse me, sir, I'm a tiny orphan, please. Yeah. <laughs> May I have a beer, sir? Yeah. Do you have a quart of gin? the the hours in the factory are quite hot i have to buy you know did i ever tell you that i had a homie who used to scam restaurants he's a genius by the way he was an excellent confident but he used to scam restaurants into getting free like lunches and dinners by pretending that he was meeting someone up for a date and they never showed up nice and so he would like he would like pretend you make like kind of a bit of a scene about it and then he would like pretend that you know what i mean and no one has the heart to give you the bill after you like, you know what I'm saying? Like the silent manly tear and like crying, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> like, per, like crying to yourself, to your cell phone shit. Like, dude, and he, he like pretty much used to eat for free. Like that was his go-to scam. And he used to just go to different restaurants. I feel like scams is definitely a boy crime. Like, yeah, scams is high key. Of, yeah, that, those, oh, that, like, that, like, you know, I'm, you don't even have to go into like the, the criminal level of that. Like just like get kind of like that that subtle manipulation that ability mm-hmm. to like to like kind of be like oh yeah i need to go uh you know i need to go do x y or z and then you take a little more money you know than somebody has because like you need it mm-hmm. like <laughs> he i'd say like if if you were to look at people in government today who mm-hmm. is committing the most boy crimes i would argue that um Congressional Representative George Santos, who has my heart. That of course. That is perfect. I, I fell in love as soon as he was <laughs> quoted about, like, you said you had grandparents in the Holocaust. We can't find any mm-hmm. evidence of that. And he responded, I didn't say I was Jewish. I said I was Jew-ish. And I was like, <laughs> oh, oh, you are that, an after my That slabs. That slabs. That's so my, oh, man. I, I'm not the, Jewish. This is, like, uh, I, have been, I have gotten my ass kicked for being Jewish. <laughs> that's you know, you're jewish that's fine you get the past dude you get the you've bled more than most homies so you're fine that's fine dude that's i oh dude so 
at the restaurant one night, like, occasionally downtown, like, Colorado Springs has a surprising homeless problem compared to, like, most of the rest of the state. I don't, I don't doubt that at all, because I know Colorado is, like, Colorado's a lot like the Bay. It's like a, it's a hellhole utopia for psychopaths. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I was like, my father fucking was from the Bay. He was 16, like, advanced all the way, fucking went to the Air Force Academy. Why? Because mm-hmm. he wanted to be an astronaut. And then right about the time he got in, about six months to being a freshman, the entire United States space program went, why the fuck are we going for pilots? We need scientists up there. We don't need anybody to fly the goddamn thing. It's just a rocket. It goes up. (laughs) And then it was like setting the tone for like that Morgado branch of just like shattered dreams and weird union affiliations, but like. <laughs> speaking of speaking of, speaking of boy crimes, though, like my my dad went to prison for uh, he like he went to prison for armed robbery, right? And I, I don't think I've ever told the story about how he got caught, but he did he did armed robbery, and he did this was at a time in like some place in California, like a really small little shithole town in California that was so small. That he had robbed every bank so hard that he started a bank run in the town. So, like, none of the banks had money. So, like, armed right? robbery is a man crime, but, like, the point at which he does it to that degree makes it a boy crime again. Well, yes. oh, hold on. It gets. This is so. They didn't catch him for that. They didn't catch him at all for that. He did that, and they didn't catch him. Like, because. He was armed, and he was like a psycho with my with my uncle, who was his older brother, and like they knew better. Like the whole town knew better than to snitch on him. But the whole town was like, "Dog, you fucked all of us." You know what I'm saying? It's not just the banks now. Like we're we can't buy groceries, we can't do anything. Like you fucked us. Like now we're, what are we gonna do, right? And so my dad was like, "Damn," he felt bad. He's like, "Damn, I, I really did fuck up the town." So his thought process was he went to you know what an entomans is like entomans the they're like a they make like little de- they make like little debbie snack cakes but back in the like 80s they used to make like they used to have their own store it was like a dedicated little it was like a dedicated confectionery treat store you know like little debbie snack cakes and things like that. Yeah, yeah yeah so it was called an entomans my dad decided to hijack the incoming entomans or entomans truck and then drive it down into the like main part, the square, and just hand out entomans to everyone Jesus. as like, hey, my bad, I fucked up. I know I robbed everybody hardcore. Free cakes and shit. Yeah, so he was just like, you know, and I mean, they had other things like bread. It was like they had, well, they had like bread. They had like bread and. They had, like, bread and other, like, food stuffs. You know what I'm saying? Stuff you could feed yourself with. And so, so, so he, yeah, so he followed yeah. Yeah, Wonder Bread and, with several yeah. boy crimes. Because, like, again, that is another case of, like, you steal this truck. That's a man crime. But, like, you going, <laughs> so, like, giving all that shit to, like, just giving people a bunch of hostess cakes and yeah. like, calling that calling it a day. Like, that's a boy crime. So he, he was doing that, and they ended up busting him for, busting, busting him for that because he was like, okay, we got to get rid of the truck. So he had my uncle, because no one in the town was going to snitch, because they were like, yo, honestly, this kind of slaps. This is kind of the move. Like, thanks, dude. Like, legitimately. You can't be pissed <laughs> off at that guy. Like, uh, no, not at all. Like, all, all right, all right, we'll give you this. And so my, my, my uncle's idea of getting rid of the truck was parking the truck behind my, where 
like my dad's girlfriend's house, right? And so my dad, my my dad is like, you know, after he like literally saved the town or like, you know, fed the town hostess, he's like, dude, I'm like a Robin Hood. Like, I'm really, I'm really about this shit. He like pulls into his girlfriend's house only for there to be like every cop <laughs> for five cities just hanging out waiting for him. And so they arrested him. And like, I'm like, dad, you literally got caught doing a silly one. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that was like, you were like, yeah, let's do like seven robberies, but the last one, let's do a silly one. Let's do a little fun, silly one. Yeah. Yeah, he got 15 years for that boy crime, by the way. <laughs> it's a series of man crime. Again, so man yeah, crime yeah. like yeah, yeah. crimes and they can fuck shit up pretty bad. But yeah. boy crimes are kind of like a little more uh, flexible and ethereal and, and yeah. in that gelatinous, like, center of what makes up the human soul you know like being a mischievous little guy is like yeah, yeah. fundamental defining boy crimes. so uh, so and he did that in between doing actual serious crimes like yeah yeah <laughs> but so his his mindset of like living in the bay like he for him you know growing up he like he was raised like he was inside so he like raised me like I was in prison with him, which is part of why I like did the penal colonies with my fucking, with like my grandma and grandpa. To him, that was normal. Like that was the stuff that made us like masculine and men's. But like my dad always talks about the family business. And he's like, yeah, he's like, you know, at some point you're going to have to join the family business. And I'm like, dog, I don't want to go to prison. Like I'm afraid, <laughs> I'm sorry, but I'm thoroughly afraid of prison. You know what I'm saying? Like I <laughs> never gotten super deep into crimes like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah like at a, at a certain point it's been a while and and i i think i've been doing a good job not committing too many crimes like, like sometimes yeah. i'll get like you know without get like sometimes i just get mad and do it do 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 a crime or two but like nothing nothing's gonna hurt anybody you know my favorite my favorite are the ones where like they're not they could they're not crimes but they they're close you know what i'm saying yeah like me, not like if I threaten the mayor of my city, that's a crime. But if I threaten the mayor as a concept, it's not a crime. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> not a crime. That's not at all a crime. It, it yeah. follows the exact same logic as like you never know what falls off the back of a truck. Exactly. <laughs> Literally, yeah. Hey, yo, you never know. Yeah. You like, never know. What if I walk by your house one day? You know. <laughs> My grandfather was like all union shit all the time, mm -hmm. and like I had a vague understanding. And you know, you get bits and pieces like, yeah, you know, your grandfather always carried two thousand dollars in cash on him when he was driving trucks, because you never know what falls off the back of a truck. And I'm an idiot child, and I was like, yeah, you know, things fall off trucks, and you need money <laughs> to secure them for some reason. Yeah, sure, whatever. And I was like, yeah, Grandpa opens up a Christmas presents with a switchblade. Yeah, this this is fine. This is good. And, and what what cinched it though was like that that poor bastard. He he, he was like, if Vegeta got diabetes. <laughs> Like, he got diabetes and lost, like, the ability to grow that beautiful, because we all know Vegeta is a Hispanic man. I will not, dis mm. uh, like, this is not up for debate. He's a Hispanic <laughs> man. did he get a mustache at some point, or is it, that it was like a fan art No, drawing. it was I, in GT. Vegeta is, he had a yeah, Vegeta's Mexican. As hot, he's Mexican as fuck. Yeah, no. He's just he's, like me for real. Yeah, he's no, just he's <laughs> like a Mexican dad in GT. He's yeah. just a Mexican dad who's like kind yeah. of angry, who happens. And he's a hater. He's a hater. He's like, my son is better than your son, Kakarot. Like, that's literally, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
But yeah, like, I just rewatched Dragon Ball Z. And G- Vegeta's such an asshole. He's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> such an asshole. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. Yeah. But that's like, what makes it even better to have him around. Like, yeah. you gotta have an asshole or two around. Like, otherwise, like maybe you're not safe. You know. He's well, that. That was yeah. exactly you know my crap. Like I, like I, oh man, I, I don't know if I'm like I, I've, I've lost most of the fights I've ended up in in my life, mm-hmm. but like. I am, like, kind of just always willing to step up to, like, defend the homies. And, mm-hmm. uh, and it's and it's kind of, like, instinctive and reflexive at this point. Like, yeah. I realize what I'm doing after, and I'm like, oh, this is, like, this is, like, mm-hmm. you know, like, spread, like getting ready for some shit. And I'm like, nah, man, you're grown now. You got, you've got, like, <laughs> a job. Like, you can't afford to, like, get caught up in the kind of shit you did when you were younger. Like, <laughs> but... I did almost get into a fight the other night <laughs> because the, I don't know some so like the basically like some conversation came up between me and some uh, essentially strangers and I I need to learn these lessons and like and like remember them you know I don't I, sometimes I fuck up but like I almost got in a fight with these people because like at one point like we were just talking about like jobs and shit and I thought they were like trying to roll something my way right and they're like they kind of were uh, there was like three of them and like it's like after hours you know like lights are off but like my boy's still selling us like some beers and it's you know we're st- we still got time for that <laughs> and uh then like at a certain point the person i wasn't even talking to really uh he was uh, i don't know he started like talking shit about like oh this is why you make like that much or whatever like to, i don't even know what i was i was talking about probably some goofy shit right mm-hmm. i love by the way i love that when guys bring that up this is why and i fucking yeah. exploded and got in this guy's face and like and like I fucked up, man. Like my, like a lot. Like my my bartender, he's my boy. He was like, mm-hmm. he was like, dude, Paul, you need to fucking stop. Like you're done. And like I kind of stormed out of there. I left like I accidentally left a couple records that I bought, but like, and, and uh, yeah. <laughs> so it was like, uh, I was like, oh man, I lost I lost my bartender's respect. I lost like <laughs> my own bro. You know respect the, the like, pro move, Denver, you know. And like, yeah. uh, and oh shit. <laughs> Shit, I think I actually did tell this guy to suck my dick from the back. <laughs> Respect, honestly. Res- thank you for that. But no, like, you, you do know that, like, the pro move is to always be, like, when someone gets you mad, the pro move is always to deflect and be like, no, actually, you're mad, right? Even even when you're, like, even when you're visibly upset, look back and be like, actually, you're mad. I was pretty lit, and I, I just kind of lost my temper, man. Um, it yeah. Just kinda, yeah, <laughs> but uh, what's crazy is, like, I went back, and uh and my 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 bartender was like yo dude you got like because i got it back from another bartender i went out to check if my records were still there and i got both of them back and it was like a uh death grips album the money store uh on vinyl and also a uh like a daft punk on vinyl nice nice uh, yeah and like i got those back and then like later when i saw like my usual bartender right my boy uh he was like, you know, he made sure, like, hey, you get your records back? I was like, yeah, I did. And he, he you know, like, I was, like, apologizing to him and stuff because I was like, dude, I shouldn't have lost my temper. So he's like, yeah, you can handle that better. And, uh, and he was like, <laughs> weirdly enough, he, like, he's, like, hands me a note. Uh, and he's like, he's like, the guy, like, left you a note. And I was like, what? I was what? like, did you say something to him? He's like, no. And the note was, like, it basically said, like, Hey man, I'm, hey brother, I'm. Is it like he said, brother? <laughs> he's like, I sorry, I'm sorry, I came at you, or like, I, you know, I was acting like that, and like, he's like, thank you for getting in my face, you know, like I don't know what you've been through, and I should, I shouldn't have acted like in in that way or something like that, 
and like he like left me his number. Um, That's a meet cute, dude. That guy's that that guy's trying to hook up. That guy's trying to kiss you softly, dude. It's fine. Let him do it, dude. <laughs> no, I'm like, good. He's got a mustache. I don't trust guys with mustaches. <laughs> <laughs> and like, Fair and enough. I'm not, I'm not really like, you know, I've been bi-romantic. Like, there's been a few guys where I'm like, hmm. Um, but like, yeah. I kind of figured out, like, I'm definitely not like sexually attracted to guys. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I want to be like open-minded enough to like, if there's like, you know, if there's a group thing, I want to be like polite to, every, <laughs> to yeah, everybody. Yeah, involved, no, I feel you know, it. Like, I feel it. Uh, I feel that. But like, when it comes down to it, um, I don't want to suck a man's dick. I might suck a lady's dick. That's I think that's okay. That's fine. That's straight. That's the straightest. That's the straightest thing you could do, actually, legitimately, unironically. Yeah, I, I like, yeah. dude, I was about to say, have you ever heard that rant about how having sex with uh, now in the video uh, question? I'm trying to remember this guy's name. He was like some weird asshole that kind of hung out with Sargon of Akkad, but was like, no, I'm just a bizarre dutch transsexual who or no not trans uh bisexual who lives in like the netherlands doing weird i don't i don't know who that is but because like my sargon is very like my sargon lore is low because like i came in i came in late to the game on that guy oh you know what i'm saying lost right now okay no no this is like old (laughs) sargon like i'm talking like I was a brain-broken person who, like, had no more talk radio, who was disillusioned with Rachel Maddow, who was reaching mm-hmm. out to atheism and shit. Like, I, I <laughs> let me put it this way. I was a closeted atheist working at Chick-fil-A who was, like, mm-hmm. the perfect token gacked up, like, to a point that I probably could get a legal suit against the company that makes mm-hmm. Redline. But I just want to leave that that in my past. Mm -hmm. But, like, I was a truly insane person. And yet, there was still an inkling Mm -hmm. of what was occurring. And, and like, that that, whole period of super annoying atheism, like, half of what those idiots, like, tanked on was, uh, like... Do you enjoy the Ken theme from Street Fighter 2 played by the Family Jewels, the number five at the end, which is a British guy that plays video game theme music? Yeah, you, you, you'll appreciate right-wing commentary. Yeah. You're, you're right there. But, uh, the My dad impo- used to listen to a lot of that right-wing uh, shit in the car, and I was, like, and I was just like kind of like a kid you know and i didn't really understand any of this stuff and it sounded really boring and then i was like and but like what did get through is i was like why do these people hate mexicans so much like <laughs> oh, no 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 son i grew up in the era like what i will say rush limbaugh is an evil awful piece of shit and i hope he's burning in hell if there is <laughs> but mm-hmm. he was funny mm-hmm. he was a shock jock back in mm-hmm. the era where like he could have decided to be like, I'm going to be weird like Howard Stern and, you know, live a life where I end up becoming a recluse. But, you know, for like 15 years, I'm a weirdo that just like has girls ride the Sibian while I'm on live XM radio. And I just like collect an enormous paycheck for doing next to no work, just being like mildly offensive. Or... You can when I was, grasp the reins of power. When I was growing up, when I was growing up, I came out as bisexual, like, when I was, like, 13, 14, 
right? Like, not to my parents, but, like, at school, right? Mm. And I remember, like, I had the size that I have now, like, at my age then. So I've literally, I shot up to, like, my 5'5 fucking giant wide frame where I am now at, like, 13, 14. And I remember telling people, like, yeah, I like boys and girls. And then dudes would call me gay. And I would, like, fucking choke slam them. And be and like like literally, I would choke slam them and then be like, "You're getting rocked by a gay dude right now, like you're getting, <laughs> like what do you like, who's you know what I'm saying like, you know what I'm saying like it's your call now, dog. You know what I'm saying like what am I gay still? Am I still gay? Oh, bro. Yeah, yeah. Am I still gay, dude? Like because this is now this is happening. You know what I'm saying? And like that allowed me a very weird. I didn't have to exist in like. I didn't, a closet never existed for me because I didn't have to be, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, it was very, people were tripped out about that because anytime anyone would say anything like, oh yeah, Marcos is kind of like fruity. And I would just be like, I will fucking beat you to death. Masculinity in like the correct way. In that yeah. Like, yeah. Keep yourself safe and like tell them to fuck off and like make yeah. them a lesson. Like, for so, dude, I, did, I still cannot believe that somebody left me a note about teaching him a lesson like, <laughs> in his face. Like, what the fuck? That is the weirdest shit. Yeah. That is very weird. That's like, I don't know. There's a lot of, you know what it is, man? I've been saying this for a while, but in the 70s, gay sex was more dangerous. Do you know what I'm saying? And that's why it was better. <laughs> like, well, I, I'll say that. What I think, I think the big thing with like gay sex, like I wish people could like express their sexuality younger. And I say this as a person who's mm-hmm. like, you know, Maybe I want men, and I'm, unfortunately, I was not able to find that out until I was balls deep in a man's ass and lost my yeah. and had to give a courtesy reach around and figure out how to get this dude out of my mother's fucking minivan and yeah. shit all over my cock, and I'm going home, and I'm like, you are 19, you lost your virginity, oh man, how are you going to turn this into a bit so you can get more cigarettes when you go back to college? And that was, like, kind of how I operated, you know? Yeah, yeah. But it's, like, the thing is, is that, like, what I, I was an early proponent of, like, essentially, like, no, none of this shit matters, right? And, like, it's, I listen, here's a problem. Uh, I never got into Mishima when I was growing up. Like, I never read it until recently. And I'm now starting to see that, like, I was always a Mishima guy, just I'm not a fascist. That's the only difference between me and, and I don't know if you guys know who Yukio Mishima is, but he's, like, this... He's a Japanese fascist. Yeah. He's a hard... So, okay, hold on. There's some lore here. Yukio Mishima, yeah. guys, they got their head cut off when they were trying to take over, like, the Japanese... He is is the guy who did that, and he seppuku'd himself. Yeah, he's... Yeah, he's the guy who seppuku'd himself before any of that could happen. So, like, there he's like, cut my head off, dude. Fuck you. I'll do it myself. You know what I'm saying? Like, he... he, Yeah, he kind of rocks... Because figures that could have like uh, if if history had taken a little weird little a weird little turn like we could have gotten one of those like uh, crazy diesel punk futures with like the fur like the propaganda forever war. Nah, we it would have been we would have had a different level. We would have had like a far more militant level of gayness, which is kind of sucks that we don't have that now, right? But like so I'm thinking about it like you think about ancient Greece and like I think it was um it was Crete and Thessaly if I remember correctly, that were, like, the particular, like, Grecian, like, little islands that were, like, no, we have legions formed of, like, 500 male lovers, 
they mm-hmm. will fight unto the death for each other in the failings. Mm-hmm. And, like, yeah, yeah. When you're <laughs> shield, you so, feel it and you're just, like, with the boys and you're, like, kind of able to, <laughs> like, you know, kiss each other's neck and, like, <laughs> stabbing. Like, yeah, dude, it's fucking rad. You're killing bitches. You're, like, sucking your bros. You're having a good time. Like, shit rocks, dude. It's a bronze age. Like, he, uh, okay, so Yukio Mishima... His whole entire thing was this, was that he didn't really love, he didn't really love, like, to him, he was gay, but he wasn't gay. He loved strength. No, no. Do you know what make any gay. sense? You're not yeah. having sex with a man. You are testing your strength. Okay, strength will, uh, yeah, you know, yeah, 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 uh, <laughs> yeah pretty, <laughs> it was literally kind of that, yeah, so, his whole mindset was that, like, I worship and love strength, therefore I love men, because men are strong. Which is... Valid, uh, like, it... Well, no, hold on. It's not... Necessarily, like, build a country around, but, like, as a person, like, that's valid. <laughs> like, if people just want to get kinky with it, yeah. like... like <laughs> or, if that, or if that's just, like, that's just his... He likes men because of their strength. Like, that's... Well, no, it's valid, man. As my... So, as, as, I, as I've gotten older, right? Because that's... I'm literally... I was in the same exact boat where, like, yo, I only respect strength, right? Like, someone who's fucking strong, that's what I'm into, right? But, like, the problem was that my, my value changed of what strength is, right? And it's not really a problem. It's, like, what makes... It, it's what made me palatable. It's what made me a normal person. It made me from being a fucking weirdo freak who's, like, doing January 7th, but for gay dudes... Right, which is what my arc would have been if I had never, if I had never changed my trajectory. Right, like taking stoly shots out of the skull of one of the yeah, yeah. DC I'm, cops. Oh God. Yeah, <laughs> like, but anyways. So my what changed was that I realized that uh, I more than I love strength. I think I love resiliency. Right, I love somebody who can who can get knocked the fuck down and pick themselves back up and keep doing it. And I ha- and as it so happened, it turns out that the people who are the best at that are women, right? Women are far more resilient than men. And that's why it changed my mindset about, like, who... And, like, so I always end up finding myself, like, the when I'm attracted to a man, I'm like, man, that dude's strong. But, like, I can't really fall in love with the dude because the moment, like, he gets, like, he has a bad day at work, he's, like, crying. And I'm like, dude, shut up. Get over it, dude. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, bitch, bro. Yeah, dude. Where, like, whereas, like, I see, like, women, like, getting fucking, like, sexually harassed every day and, like, just, just the weight of the world just fucking sitting on them all the fucking time. Just caught, they, they're not good enough for themselves. The, the media is telling them their body is fucking ugly and shit and they can't fix it. And there's so many things that women are, like, experience that men just kind of don't have to deal with that, like, I legitimately find that resiliency incredible because i don't think i could handle it and like in that same weight is how i ended up like really understanding like that's why i got like a big a big follower uh, like or a lot of followers from the ancient show or like the trans community and a lot of it is for that reason is because i respect that resiliency of like you know wanting to essentially play play the game on hard mode you know what i'm saying like being trans is the dark souls of reality you know what i'm saying like you're, there is no f- the upside is that you get to be the better you, like the you that you want to be, and the rest of it is downsides. And it's incredible to me that you have the resiliency to keep doing that shit, you know, like that that smacks to me. But like, 
the problem that I have that is that it's fucking like I have no sympathy for dudes when they're sad and like everyone else I know is like on the exact opposite kick to like dude men's health men's mental health is serious you got to take it serious like and dudes are struggling and I'm like good double it give it to the next person <laughs> that, that, that all flows into like the central thesis that like the gayest thing you can do is having sex with a woman yeah <laughs> it's true absolutely it has emotions Women. Yeah. Doesn't have emotions. Yeah, yeah. In a skirt. Well, that's a trap. And well, look at that. You're having <laughs> sex with a beautiful thing that doesn't have emotions. That looks like you are an right there, young man. Now we'll just take that Henry Ford Gold Star, get you right there in the Disney Hall of Fame, waxed up. Don't worry. The Archangel Gabriel will give you a nice little story. Don't you worry, there, boy. For me, like nah. I really. I really like intelligence, you know. It's so like, yeah, I'm like, a, I'm a sapiosexual, which it means that I torture myself. Um, yeah, yeah, it's, it's just shorthand for CBT, but for your brain, you're doing. <laughs> it's 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 really hard to find people like on the same level, and like, I'm not saying that people, like, I'm not saying I'm smart. I don't think smart people exist. Actually, that like that's something I've been thinking about a lot. It's a huge meme. Like, I don't like dumb people exist. I know that. Like, I've met a lot of them, but like, I don't know if smart people actually exist. I feel like it's like whenever I meet like a a quote unquote smart person, they just like spit a lot of shit that like anybody could have picked up out of any book. And it's not even like what I like is like when people have like creative original thoughts and they're able to like bring those different things together and like have a more interesting like, you know, uh, into I don't know. I don't know if intuition is the right word, but like. People who, like, actually, like, investigate the things that they're saying and, like, what that means. And, mm-hmm. uh... A good, a good, like, analogy that I learned is that, like, a parrot learning how to say 300 to 36 words, right, that's, that's an intelligence and it's impressive. The problem is, is that a parrot, a person needs to be there to coach the parrot to teach it those things, right? A crow seeing water in a bottle will understand if I put a rock in the water, it'll raise the water level through displacement. No one taught the crow how to do that shit. The crow just noticed that. That to me is far, is like a, it's a better measure of intelligence. It more than that though, it's something I, yeah. Crows travel like hundreds of miles out of their way just to visit like friends and family. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I actually had not. These are like their cousins and stuff. It, like that's not a, that's not. I'm not even joking. Like yeah, this, no, this mm-hmm. weird I, behavior that they have. Not weird. It just makes sense. And mm-hmm. they like can learn patterns of like if you're out there like you know giving them a little bit of food every now and again. Yeah. <laughs> come around a little more when you're yeah the time that you're doing that. Certainly. No. Like, like I. I that's a boy crime too. Is a uh, feeding. Yeah. Crows, and it's actually pretty out of control boy crime here, and uh, animals are get- animals are getting too close. Oh, is that a girl crime? We're gonna explore that in future episodes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but- I'm down. I can't wait for that one. No, yeah. my my girlfriend is arguing it's a girl crime. I, I'm, we're, we're gonna have to table it then, and we'll handle it. Later. Yeah, yeah. Which yeah. I I understand. Like, uh, we we are close enough, like to wildlife. I get like bats sometimes in the summer mm-hmm. and the, like fall and it was cute the first couple of times like when i was near blackout drunk 
and my roommate locked a bat in my room that I came home <coughs> now I was an asshole that night and I deserved mm-hmm. it like karmically but I didn't know mm-hmm. it at the time so I spent about 45 minutes trying to talk to the bat and the bat was a bat and didn't mm-hmm. understand English so naturally there was an impasse so after about that 45 minutes I finally realized look at those little wings with the the little grasping finger <laughs> hand things mm-hmm. the, little, the little leathery yeah, no, you wisps can, like, get those little fuckers in a towel you flop them outside they'll chirp appreciatively like they're wonderful until you're like having that moment where you're kind of talking to your girlfriend like oh yeah it'd really suck if there was a bat stuck in the towel that we've set on the shower right now yeah you have your contact lenses out yeah you can't fucking see yeah that'll be great so she fucking grabs a towel fucking bat flops on the floor oh my god oh yeah i just hear screaming and but like it's it's better than you're laying in bed you're in your underoos. You're comfortable. You're maybe drunk, maybe high, whatever. You're you're having a good night. You're relaxing. Summer. And then the shadows in the corner begin to move wrong. <laughs> and you notice mm-hmm. the flapping in front of your face. And you're like, motherfucker. And you just got to get the goddamn towel. And like, all right, let me get the broom. Come on down, little bat. Let's get you back to the colony because I can't take you as a pet. Otherwise, you deal with, like, severe mental, like, trauma and you can't fucking function. You'll die within a month, you little shit. Uh, Yeah, that's something you definitely told me early on uh, in, like, your living here. Uh, But, like, I'm glad that that's still a problem for you. (laughs) I'd rather have bats than rats, I guess, because bats are, like... Dude, we had rats in my old apartment, and I was friendly with them, and my roommates hated it. My roommates hated that I had made friends with the rats. Because I'm like... <laughs> I guess my question Everybody's is... Everybody's got to eat, even rats. Yeah. Yeah, did you have cats? Uh, they had cats, and those cats didn't do shit. So, yeah, the cats... We had rats in our apartment, and the cat lived in the apartment with us. The cat was a house cat, and we had rats in the apartment, and the rats would come onto my balcony... And they would, like, scurry into the kitchen and, like, eat stuff and poop on shit. And so what I started doing was I would leave peanut butter on little, like, smears of, like, like little cut-up pieces of bagel and some nuts. And I put them in a bowl with some water and I left them on the counter, like, of my, of my balcony. And so they would come and they would eat that stuff and they would not, like, they would get their fill. And anytime they came into the house, they would just really just go into my roommate's house where the cat was at to shit in the cat's litter box and then leave so like they were mad at me because they're like marco's like why the like i'm like dude they don't come and eat our food anymore because i'm leaving them food to eat so like you know what i'm saying and they're like yeah but why are they coming and shitting in my in my cat's litter box or shitting in my room and i'm like because they don't respect you dog like because you've done nothing for them these fucking guys know who's doing what. Anything, those rats are respecting the yeah, rules like, oh, more than anything. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, this is where you shit. That's obviously. intelligence. Yeah, like, yeah. They're using a porta potty, if anything. Yeah, they were, yeah, dude, they were, well, like, they were mad because they would, they would wake up in the middle of the night and there'd be rats in, in their room, but, like, there was never rats in mine. They knew better. They would come to my room and be like, oh, no, this is, there's nothing here. Oh, he leaves all this shit outside. We'll eat, we'll eat the food outside. What do we got to come in here for, right? <laughs> your, your roommates didn't have an issue with the rats. They had an issue with being a homie. 
Yeah, they had. Well, yes, they had more issue with their lazy ass cat that was literally optimized, built for thousands of, of centuries to fucking you know kill rats, and he just didn't do it. Like, how how how? I got three cats mm-hmm. in in my Scooby Doo ass apartment. Um, mm-hmm. In this like building, build. get, we've le- we've learned the lesson that when you get a girlfriend, you get three cats. Yeah, yeah, that's that's generally how it works. Yeah. Like we mm-hmm. had a cat and then got a cat during COVID, and then she kept texting me, uh, "What are you gonna do if I get a cat?" And I was like, "What? You expect me to kick like <laughs> an animal that can't fend for itself out of my home after you've brought it here and just be like?" Fuck you, bitch. Get out of my house. Like, no. Like, I, I have to love it. It's a cat. It can't fend for itself. It doesn't have beautiful primal nuggets. It can't understand the difference. It'll be eaten by, like, one of the crazy big raccoons around here. Like, there's been times where I've had, like, I'm serious, dude. Like, the raccoons are so fucking big that, oh, like, so I've fat. had to, like, turn around oh and just, like, get the fuck out. I've got a... I've got an insane. They're just like standing, like they're just gigantic, and they're like standing at like half my height, and they stand on their hind yeah, legs. They look at you like this, like what are you gonna do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually flexing at me, yeah, yeah. And they'll like pace back and forth across the alley, and I'm like, nah, I'm yeah. out of here. <laughs> like, I don't know why this, I don't know why this bitch is trying to fight me. I had a so I used to live in a punk house. I used to live in a punk house in San Jose. That was like it was this it was like a four bedroom house, but there was like twenty three people living in it, and like it was set up like a like a dorm like door like you you rented your bed out by the week essentially, and then they had like tents and shit in the back that you can live in. It was real tenement style shit, but anyway, so like I was living there, and uh, people used to pay rent all the time because it was a punk house. They would pay rent with stuff. You know what I'm saying? They would like things that they had found, and they're like, "Oh, I'm, I have I found this puka shell necklace. Can I pay rent with this?" And like we, shit like shit like that, right? Like people were, di- I don't know. They, I, but I was one of the very few people that had a job and was. But I've been selling for five bucks. I'll yeah, yeah. Them, like I'll give you three <laughs> of them for free. Yeah, like literally, the people. One time, one guy brought one roller skate, and we were like, "What the fuck are we gonna do with this?" And he's like, "Is this should cover rent, right?" And I'm like, "It does not, dude. What the fuck." Right, like, yeah, what the fuck, dude? If it was both of them, maybe we could have fucking figured out somewhere to, s- yeah, dude, you dickhead. But people would just bring random shit, right? Uh, they would just, you know. Anyways, I used to fucking, I was one of the few people that had money, so I would always have money to pay rent. But one time, this uh, girl came in and she brought like a box of kittens, right? And yeah, and she was like, "This is kind of all I have to offer," and so like. I was like, bitch, this is a responsibility. This is not a payment. You've just, you've cursed us. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, this is like, there's like six cats in here. But I saw one of the cats look different than all the rest of them. It was a little bit bigger. And it had like two little tufts of hair growing out of its ears. And I thought it was super cute. And it kind of looked like a Siamese cat. And so like, I looked at it and I I like had the cat. And I, I'm just like, you know what? I'll pay you for the cat, and you can probably pay your rent for that. And she's like, okay. So I, I kept the cat, and, like, the cat was cool as hell. And it was like the house, the whole house loved this cat. And I named the cat Selena Gomez because I thought it would be funny to have a cat named Selena Gomez, but everyone called the cat Slogo. So, like, Slogo used, Slogo used to hang out in the house and, like, run around and do, you know, cat stuff. 
But Slogo started getting big, like extremely big, much bigger than like the rest of like like any cat I'd ever seen in my life. It was just getting huge. The main coon, or are we talking like you accidentally? Hold on, uh, don't don't spoil this. Don't spoil. What happened was the cat was started bringing, started hunting, and started bringing us rats, of course, and like birds and shit. And then it didn't just bring us like one or two rats. It would bring us like eight or nine rats a night or three or four fucking birds every day, pretty much like just bringing us actual like. And then it started bringing us larger things like squirrels. Uh, no, for like a, a large number of boy crimes. That's actually part of like the inspiration. Of <laughs> yeah. the so it's cause it, cause squirrels. Oh, yeah, yeah. very much. Very much. He's, he's going to go to hell. Like we squirrels. It started bringing. <laughs> Yeah, like he's, he's doomed for ten thousand years in hell you know, for all his numerous boy crimes, and there's nothing yeah. to do about it. So it was bringing squirrels. Then it started bringing like possums, like little, like baby, like small possums. And then the final, the two final one, the first time that happened, and I thought, okay, this is something we have to watch out for. It brought me two raccoons, two fully grown raccoons completely torn to pieces Some cats are like hell. And, and i was just like holy shit and this cat was fine like no scratches no nothing like you just did that and then the second time don't go to hell for their boy crimes they're actually <laughs> so this cat and i remember thinking to myself like we might have a problem we might have to do something about slogo but i'm gonna let it ride because this is a public service so i'm not tripping on it right like this is a good thing and then uh the final time it brought back someone's like Pekingese like the dog like a dog like one of the neighbors dog and the dog was fine but the dog was fucked up like the dog was like like mentally was not well you know what I'm saying the dog was like fucked up now, I've been given the Liam Neeson fucking yeah, yeah so so we took the dog and we took Slogo and I, I finally the, the whole like house had a meeting I was like dude I think we have to like call animal control for Slogo and like surrender him right and i was like oh powerful yeah and i was like oh yeah dude i think that's i think that's probably the right move so we like called animal control and we said hey we don't know whose cat this is but this cat brought a dog to our house it's super crazy and the cat had a collar by the way it had a collar that had it said slogo on it it didn't have our address or any phone number or anything which thank god but like the animal control comes and they come to, they come like thinking they have like the kennel and the kennel's like cat size, right? And they walk up and they're like, that's a fucking, that's a fucking bobcat. And I was like, oh, oh shit. <laughs> they're like, holy fuck. Boy, and that I'm not proud of. <laughs> I, dude. I guess it was so severe that like you had. <laughs> I just thought he was like a, I thought he was a big ass Siamese. I'm like, that is a big ass Siamese cat. He's just a big ass Siamese, dude. Several murders in the neighborhood. Dude, no, he, that's literally like the cat your, has, your boy is gonna take like half of school. The cat has home. robbed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and then and then it dropped off an Entenmann's at the house. Dropped off a truckload of Entenmann's. No, but the cat is like it was a fucking massive cat, and I didn't know I didn't know any better. I just thought like. And I was trimming the tufts on his ears because he had these like super long ear whisker tufts and I was trimming them. He let me trim them. So like I was like, oh, that's you know what I'm saying? So like he looked like a normal. He looked like a Siamese cat. Just big. He looked like a big giant ass Siamese. How did he get mixed up in the in a whole box full of kittens? 
Like, Dude, I have no idea. Sources? Like, or were they all I've... popular? No, 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 no. It's not the first time I've heard of it. My girlfriend showed me plenty of TikToks of like, I, I'm just like a, a girl from the Pacific Northwest and I adopted a cat and it, I got a fucking, like, jaguar. Yeah, you... Yeah, mountains. I know. I had a homie of mine that was feeding this little kitten that she found, and it turned out to be a mountain lion. <laughs> like she just thought it was like a stray cat, and it was a mountain lion, and it turned out she found out pretty quickly. But we had Slogo for like almost a year before we realized, and he was like, it started. You know what? It dawned on me when the animal control pulled up, and they like brought the cat box, and they realized that he wasn't gonna fit, so they brought. Like, because they had a, other animals in the backseat of the fucking, right? And the other animal that was next to it was a pit bull. And Slogo was the same size as the pit bull. And it, then I was like... You could take it on the pit bull. Yeah, easily. And I was just like, holy fuck, that is a big giant cat. Because in my mind, I'm like, oh, he's just a little cuddle bug. He's just a little fur baby. Like, dude, he was a, he was a murderous killing machine that used to sleep with us <laughs> and cuddle. The, the problem is cats like regardless of size behave pretty much the same which yeah oh you're oh i like scritch scratch i like that there's, oh, there's a lot of oh all the skin scratch. keeps yeah. coming off i like blood mm, i'm gonna yeah, yeah. on your arm and yeah, like, sometimes that happens and sometimes it's like i'm just a full-blooded like jaguar legit. i should have known there's points, though, that I should have known because there were days when I would be playing with Slogo, like just playing, you know, like doing a little cat paw, like, and he would hit me and it would be like, boom, right? He would hit me and it felt like getting punched by like a dude, by like a grown man. And I'm in... him like slicing your hands over. Yeah, he wasn't cutting me. He was just hitting me with his fucking little, yeah, with his paw. But like, dude, he hit me hard enough to like leave bruises sometimes, like on my thighs. Like, and I thought to my, and I thought to myself, that is normal for a cat. No, it's not, dude. No. <laughs> terrifies me about just like, like hadn't had a cat before or what i've had cats before i just was like damn it's a big ass cat i was like honestly in my in my mind's eye i was excited about it because i was like dude let's see how big this cat can get dude <laughs> you know what i'm saying like i was like dude i hope i can ride it like i was you know what i'm saying my brain wasn't there my brain wasn't like my brain wasn't like i'm in danger my brain was instead like dude if i get a saddle for this dude i could probably ride him dude you know what I mean? like, oh, no no that was straight up like fucking he-man logic I fucking yeah. like but but that that's why like i love my boy a sweet yeah. boy zuko like in many ways he is an inspiration for like the podcast because <laughs> like he just I, he'll eat anything yeah, well, yeah. He will eat anything. No, awesome. I mean, I mean, like if they hate it, but I, I'm a big fan. It, it's a fucking. Problem. I encourage him to do what makes him happy. I've seen this <laughs> motherfucker eat a donut bigger than he is. In like less than a minute. Yeah, that's yeah. easy. Yeah, yeah. For a cat. You come home and you're like, wait, baby, didn't you have a donut on a paper? T the paper towel is down. There's no more sprinkles. Where's this? <laughs> oh shit! No, and you see this boy with his distended belly, and he's like, <laughs> "I won't try to nibble on your flesh tonight." I'm say I'm sated today. Yeah, yeah, no, no. <laughs> but the 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 core being to like boyhood is like a lack of recognition of God or masters before oneself. 
Yeah. There is mm-hmm. merely there there is no God, there is no other, there is no self, there is merely boy. Yeah, it is actually very uh kind of prismatic and uh non Euclidean on like the the gender spectrum <laughs> as well, because like like you know anybody can commit everybody commits boy crimes to some degree yeah and like really the like another like i guess in the chain the time chain of like inspiration Mm. where it really started was like when one of our homies came out as trans and uh and they wanted to go by he him and uh i was like holy shit yes now we can do boy stuff you want to go throw rocks at trains like (laughs) all sorts of cool shit Um, yeah 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 but no boy 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 crime does kind of entail that it's not necessarily committed by crime. So, uh, like, who or not committed by boys? Like, shredding is yeah. a boy crime. Like, if you're, you know, like, you can do it on a bike, you can do it on a scooter, you can do it on a skateboard. Yeah. And, uh, the, and actually, I figured out that you can also, we've already talked about that on the show, but you can also do it with a guitar. I didn't really consider that. Yeah. That, yeah, that, shredding that, on a guitar is a boy crime. That, you can also shred yourself, like, if you work out hard enough. You can also get shredded. Getting shredded, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, another... Yeah, yeah. That, that's, yeah. like, a whole other aspect of boy crimes. Like, we we have different things. Like, I would say, like, between Paul and I, two of the, like, niches of boy crimes we cover, I would definitely, like, say shredding gnar is, like, very much Paul's realm. And, like, debate pervert is definitely a... <laughs> That's a different... T- so I like I like the I like the spectrum of boy crime in that, like, one of them is, like, deep and dark, insidious boy crime. And the other one is, like, fun and municipally yes. illegal. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. like a, you have... that sunlight are you seeing? Yeah. Negative? Yeah. You're gonna get in some deep shit on that internet, kid, and let me tell you, yeah. you might regret it. Like... You're uh, that's that's boy felonies versus boy misdemeanors. Yeah, 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 <laughs> right? yeah. It's, it, it's are you going to be the vocalist of the black metal band that gets kicked out for financial crimes? Yeah. To like supplant his like <laughs> heroin addiction. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Oh my God, dude. How do you feel about saxophone? I gotta ask. How do I feel about it? Yeah. Like. like there's a time and a place. I I honestly feel that there's a time and a place. For it. How would you react to the word sax cushion? I hate that. <laughs> I, I think that is insane. I think you're a psychopath for even uttering those two words together. <laughs> what? How, how do you feel about the idea of a prog metal band in which a drummer is one-handed playing an alto saxophone whilst drumming live? I think it's Listen, I think that's incredible talent. I also think that it's like that you are absolutely scaring the hoes. Do you get what I'm saying? It's like, yeah. This homies, well, homies all in podcasting, band. Like, yeah. all, beautiful. Pod, all podcasting scares the hoes. Like, it doesn't even matter whether, like, like no, 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 like, no, no. Even when women do podcasts, right? Even when women do podcasts, what are they doing about? They're doing about murder. Because yeah, yeah. hear some stuff about murder so they can fall asleep. No. There's, but there's two things. You, there's two ways, right? Like, there's a way to scare the hoes in where they like being scared, and there's a way to scare the hoes in where like you. It's your only, the only enjoyment you're getting it is from you. When you're the only one enjoying scaring the hoes, then it's a different vibe. 
Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, it's no, which it, way it western? Yeah, yeah, it's, it's yeah. which way western man Danny Brown or Texas Chainsaw Massacre? Make your choice. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, literally yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's it's which way western man alt hip hop or like fucking like true crime podcast with a deep voice, right? Those are <laughs> like those. Yeah, like I was like hanging out, I was hanging out at the bar and like it was a good time. Like if I was out smoking and stuff, uh, which I'm trying to quit. Uh, I actually haven't had a cigarette in a few days, but um. Which is a fucking massive record. Uh, Congrats, like, yeah, record. Yeah, cigarettes and stuff, and I was running into like a lot of goths, and like having a conversation with a few of them, you know. And uh, I was like, damn, like I kind of want to, I kind of want to dress up, go to goth night next time. And I was like, wait, like I do have like you know a lot of clothes and stuff I wear, like kind of like fit in visually, but like I'm just a goofy little guy, like I'm just a silly mm-hmm. little dude, like I'm you know that's why I like that's why I'm like I kind of like if you look like a punk rocker, like it's just like mm-hmm. I'm just kind of busy here being a mischievous little guy just being really into chaos like that's part of why i really like have to be in nature a lot and like i love backpacking and shit is because like i need to walk i need to like be part of that like like knowing that like everything is like outside of my control and that like it's all like dirty and fucked up and like all just kind of these things eating other things and like this this aesthetic aesthetic decay and rebirth you know aesthetic is ephemeral man what I, something that someone told me a long time ago was that the man decides the aesthetic. The aesthetic doesn't decide the man, right? And so, like, what, I, what, I, what I'm trying to get at is, like, I also suffer from being a silly little guy who is also, like, a huge goth. You know what I'm saying? Like, that is, like, very deeply emotional and in my feelings and, like, wants to express that there's a darkness inside of me. I'm a, I'm a Deftones listener. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm high-key, like, a fucking vampire-type guy. But I'm also aware that I look nothing. I can't pull that off. But what I've come to understand is that, like, there are ways to put the vibe out. You know what I'm saying? And, like, it's, it's about context. It's about comfortability. Right. So like I I do go to I'll go to like goth nights with my friends and I won't dress the part, but I'll be the most gothic motherfucker there. Do you get what I'm saying? Like and it's because in my mind, it's this is how I I justify I'm dead inside. But like, I'm you know, when I go out, like I want to have fun. Like, yeah, yeah, I get you. I'm 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 the same. I'm like, what is it called? I uh, I'm a big I'm a big guy. I'm a big, strong dude, you know, big, hairy, fucking masculine guy. But I'm also a hot girl and I'm also just a teeny little dude. You know what I'm saying? I'm all of these. I'm, I'm just. I'm the, really like identify. Like I'm not trans, but like I don't really identify with being cis either. Like, yeah, yeah. I like the third thing. I like the yeah, yeah. third thing. Um, That's yeah. I have a, th- a secret third agenda that you should be. Uh, <laughs> about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, you uh, should uh, not trust me. Is what I'm trying to. <laughs> That's what I always. Try. You shouldn't trust me around anything. You, I will I've, take I've, your children and I yeah, will, I will take them in the new yeah. world. <laughs> no, like I'll like, like when my friends have their babies around me like i'll just like look in their faces and i'll be like communism oh dude communism. my little and i teach my little brother about so, like, capitalism so actually gotten mad at me for it it's really <laughs> i teach my little brother about capitalism all the time i'm trying to make him base to shit right like he he was asking me about like he's like how come we can't go see because he wanted to go see um monster trucks and he's like oh yo let's go see monster trucks and he's like six years old i'm like i'm, I'm sorry dude i can't afford to go and he's just like why not Right. Because little kids have no concept. I'm like, well, it's because I'm like, it's because I work, but I don't have the money to support myself for extracurricular activities. And he was just like, what is what are you saying? I'm like, I'm saying that my job doesn't pay me enough. And he's like, well, then why do you work for them? I'm like, because 
they're the only job. That's called capitalism. <laughs> like you are, <laughs> yeah. Listen, I'm not a, I'm not an heir to cap. Like they, they make you dependent on these things, and they make it so that you can't afford to to get yourself out of them. And then they make you upset and angry at things that aren't in their control. And then he's just sitting there, like six years old, and he's like, "Damn, that's crazy." Anyways, um, can I play Minecraft, dude? And I'm like, "Yeah, dude, that's fine." <laughs> he's like, yeah, let's go for it. You play Minecraft, dude. <laughs> yeah, I'll pay for the. Yeah. the the dollar and twenty cents of electricity for you to play Minecraft. Like, yeah, that's, yeah, I can't. That's there's no way I can afford that's monster trucks. You'll ever get to free if yeah. the rest of your life, kid. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. $70 seventy dollars for monster truck tickets is outrageous, dog. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, Dude, um, I, so, so, so I think I actually like. <laughs> I think I actually posted this like in the in Chicho Discord at one point. Uh, you know, Paul, aka Roboy. Uh, but like, <laughs> yeah, um. It's like uh, I, I was looking at like Hatsune Miku tickets because they're coming mm -hmm. to Denver, mm -hmm. and and uh, like you know just like just like I love memes, I love mm -hmm. uh, anime, and uh, mm -hmm. and you know I, I I do enjoy me some like techno mm -hmm. and like Vocaloid shit. Like it's just it's just fun. I don't know. It's cool. No, you gotta justify, it, man. It's cool. It's, it's good anime, shit, man. And like, yeah, but like Hatsune Miku tickets were like a hundred and sixty, hundred seventy bucks or some shit. And, Dude. Like, and I was like, I don't know if I could do it. I told one of my friends that, like, and they were like, I don't know, maybe we should still do it. <laughs> Dude, no, no. Like, I'm sorry. My feeling is I had I had an experience for my girlfriend. Spending your money on dumbass shit. That's a boy crime. She loves <laughs> Durin Gray, Japanese metal band. They're fucking awesome. I, yeah, I know. I know them. Ivy, actually, the other co-host, she listens to them. She fucks them heavily, so okay. I'm aware. Yeah, okay. Okay, my, well, now my girlfriend is very interested. Um, future wife. Uh, so, uh, we, I waited with her and uh, Paul's partner, um, my girlfriend's long-term friend, 12 hours in line at the fucking Marquee Theater in goddamn Denver. And that oh, was right rough. after Live Nation took over. Mm -hmm. uh, we're, like, right at the front. We... I have been fed sake from weird, like, mid-40s to mid-50s women who write fan fiction about the band members. <laughs> On top of, like, just slamming drinks at a bar across the street. I'm hammered. I'm talking to a guy at the front door. He does not work there. He is <laughs> friends with the people who work there that went... We fucked up. We fucked up bad. Live Nation. <laughs> I've never seen a show before mm -hmm. that in my life where the bartenders mm -hmm. were fucking scared. Because <laughs> the amount of people in there. I literally, from the bar, was able to look out and go, if there's a fire, like, the 12 disabled people in wheelchairs will die. Like, Jesus instantly. Christ! <laughs> like, like it was, it was fucking horrible. They overbooked yeah. by like yelling fire. Is yelling fire in a theater in a packed theater is that a boy crime or is that a boy felony? It's both legally a crime and it's a boy crime. <laughs> well, it's, yeah. it's legally yeah, a crime. And it's, boy like, crime. it's chaotic. It's a uh, you might not actually hurt someone. You might hurt someone, but like yeah. enough to like you know feel morally too bad. I got before I let you guys go. I because I I want to I want to. I gotta cut it short soon, but before I let you go, we've been going for a while, huh? Yeah. 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 Before I before I let you guys go, I want to do like a quick like lightning round 
boy crime versus not boy crime. Okay. All right. So tax evasion, boy crime? Uh, Depends on the taxes you're evading. If you are, for example, like... uh, if you are, for example, a uh, savvy investor who runs a kind of shitty local restaurant, mm-hmm. and you very cleverly invest so you can, for example, pay for your estranged daughter to mm-hmm. live exorbitantly in L.A. because you mm-hmm. fucked up uh, for your children's lives. I would argue boy crime bordering on mm-hmm. international financial crime, but let's be honest, mm-hmm. this is America. So my advice is that if you're in a, it, like a, the addendum, right, if you want to get into financial crimes and you want to uh, launder some of your money, go to patreon.com slash the homie collective. And uh, you can give us a dollar and or more, and, uh, <laughs> and we don't have to yeah, talk that's... about where it comes from. Yeah, we don't no, have to. No, we don't care. We don't we? Don't. Yeah. Is you but do support that? the homie collective. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see. Yes. Um, school shooting. That's man crime. Okay. That's, All right. Good. I'm glad. Listen, is, yeah. I'm just trying to come up with boy crimes and like man crimes. I feel is the central conceit of like. Are we trying to cause mischief, or are yeah. you trying to like to cause harm, actual pain and suffering? Yeah, actual yeah. I get you. Are, you, are okay. you going Genghis Khan, or just like I don't like somebody? Mm-hmm. That's so I'm gonna like level. to do you know do a dookie in a bag and light it on fire, throw it on their doorstep, like boy crime. Boy I crime. get you. Okay. Yeah. Eco terrorism. Boy crime. Boy crime. Boy crime yeah. all the way. You yes. Hell yes. To like a massive enough scale, but it's for a ridiculous enough reason, like believing that the yeah, environment yeah. is a real thing. Yeah, yeah. That's a boy crime. I'm not saying you should. The but if you doesn't exist, did yes. happen to light multiple oil fields on fire to prevent <laughs> them from being able to be harvested, I yeah. wouldn't say that's a federal crime. <laughs> that's a crime on a localized level that is ultimately doing good okay. for the overall human race. Okay, fake drugs, right? Selling fake drugs. Boy crime. Boy crime. Well, th- what kind of fake drugs? What are you fake? Uh, f- like I sold, I sold just kid oregano once. Uh, yeah, that, that's a that's perfectly a good. Crime. That's a boy crime. Yeah, if perfectly good boy crime. Jones yeah, scam. And you're white, and you're selling yeah. drugs. Whatever you're doing is a boy crime. Now, gotcha. if you do that and you go straight edge vegan, mm-hmm. but you keep selling drugs, mm-hmm. you're actually like allowed into Catholic heaven. You mm-hmm. don't have okay. to leave. It's a backdoor clause. Okay. Uh, let's see. Scientology, boy crime. Ooh, I cult. <laughs> uh, yeah, I know, but like it's. I would it's a say boy cults crime. are like a have... crime against humanity in a way. Okay, uh, all right. See, that's what I'm trying to like starting crime. a cult. It's not like a like a like when it comes to boy crimes. It's like uh you know like if you skateboard and destroy your body by getting too like you get too drunk, you ride your skateboard, you fuck up real bad. Like mm-hmm. you've done a crime against the self, and it is a boy crime. But like yeah. you haven't destroyed destroyed anyone's soul. I, out, like yeah, a, like a little uh time bomb. In yeah, their child brain where like they don't that's know true. how fucked up they are until they're an adult. What yeah, that's say, true. What I will say in defense of Elron Hubbard, <laughs> those thirteen and fourteen year old girls the chance mm-hmm. to act like Gestapo members. They were able to feel like God 
for like six months on that shit. Ma- like how Hitler did his thing. He was like, he just yeah, that's literally that's the Hitler playbook. Then. Yeah, let the girls let the girls do what they got to do. Yeah, uh, no. Mail fraud. How does mail fraud? Boy crime. Uh, yeah. Mail fraud? Yeah. Mail fraud is when you... you did the mail like, M-A-L-E fraud? Because, like, again, like, we're not trying to divide the boy crime too hard on the gender. Yeah, no, 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 no. Not M-A-L-E, <laughs> like, mail. Like, so when you, when you, when you say that, oh, yeah, check's in the mail somewhere, and then it turns out you never sent the check, but you already collected goods and services. That's, like, that's classic a, mail fraud. That's a boy crime. You know what I'm saying? It is a crime legally, but, like, you're not... Doing oh, I'm trying to figure out what legal too, crimes too are, harm. boy. Like, also, it can be funny. Like, if you have a yeah, somewhere, yeah. some way that you can make that a goof, that yeah, can yeah, be funny, like uh-huh. it can be silly, you know, like mm-hmm. that yeah, yeah. can qualify as a boy crime. Otherwise, it's just like a normal. I guess there's like normal crimes. It's like normie crimes. Let, let me yeah, yeah, this. It's true. Look, look. They don't have the heart of a boy. They're just like I'm doing this truly because I have. Look, yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, look at you. somebody like Sam Bakeman Freed. Perfect yeah. example. Example. He was too focused on himself. He was too focused on League of Legends. He's trying to get the bag. No, he was no, about no. that. He yeah. lost sight of things. His financial crisis. Yeah. No, based. no, no. He's weak <laughs> due to his lack of melanin. He had no True. melanin in his skin. There was no way he would ever play League of Legends. He was faulty from the start. No one should have ever invested. But he did recognize that due to that weakness, he should have invested. Now, was he able to be a silly guy? No. He thought he highly of himself, and therein lies the problem. If you have too high of a personal ego, you can't commit a boy crime. You that's a great... See, that's a great distinction right there. Yeah, yeah. It yeah. Your, your perversion, whatever your... Yeah, yeah. That's, that's, the, that's the boy felony. A boy felon is someone who has way too... Way, yeah. has spec too deep into ego, almost, I, I, I feel I like, right? They fired that... lasers through the prismatic experience of being a boy. Got you. Honestly, yeah. okay. Donald Trump is like the er boy in that realm. Like, he, <laughs> yeah, he that's... Not a the boy fel- He is the boy felon. He is... No, he, yeah. He, truly is the boy yeah he does not fully comprehend what he does but he like knows it's bad and that's why he does it because he Mm -hmm. knows it's cool because it's Mm -hmm. bad okay and that's final a core a core final one final boy crime all right and this one is like near and dear to my heart all right final boy crime poisoning someone but as a little goof you know what i'm saying like, like when you like tell a, them that this is a normal chocolate, but it's a necklace yeah. that lacks chocolate. Yeah, exactly. Or like, you know what I'm saying? Because I feel like there it is. Because I've I've done that to myself a lot. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> it is a crime. I'm like, that, like little boys do. I've I saw that happen when yeah. I was in school for sure, for sure. Yeah, okay. yeah. Uh, like eat this eat this mud pie, and it's actually made of mud. Be, you know what I'm saying? It's like a little goof, and like you're getting your friend out of like class. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. Like a benefit to it. Yeah, like, that's a boy. There's, there's that's a boy like crime. Boy justice, you know, and so yeah. like, <laughs> crimes are committed in the name of boy justice. Joy justice. Like, that like, that makes sense. Doesn't understand everything. All right. Yeah, true. I agree and, with uh, you. And you know, you make somebody shit themselves, but they get out of class the rest of the day. Like, you know, that's that's a boy crime. Maybe the consequences were more than you anticipated. They might have just been like, "Yeah, that was horrible. Uh, I'm traumatized now." But, yeah, have you ever been? Have you ever been like laced? Like that's a boy. I right. So, I like, think like lacing your homies. That's a boy crime, right? I feel like you I mean, know what I'm saying. Lacing homies is. <laughs> it depends, right? So like, 
Lacing if you homies, if you are getting them higher than they expected because like you're they've never had like a dab before. Yeah, that's one. That's thing. a fun you're one. Under that's no a moral f- obligation to prepare them for like what yeah, the yeah. dab is if they're willing to do the dab. But yeah. like yeah. if you're like gonna give them like a completely different substance. Right. That you, okay, like, I dude, I've done this before and consent to like having their mental state where it is. I've done this before. To, right? Like if they like if they consent to like changing a mental state with a certain thing, <laughs> you're good. Like you don't have to like tell them like, yeah, you do too much mushrooms, you're gonna go into magical mushroom couchland, which is like a universe that defies space and time. And, I've uh, accidentally back, given someone a same. Yeah. I've accidentally given someone a DMT vape instead of like a regular vape. Oh no no no! And like that was a okay, fuck. That that, that was that's a funny little. That, that's a yeah. Funny little thing. I, that's, that's a goof. Uh, that's a boy crime. I, I yeah, that's his accidental boy crimes was a thing. No, I yeah, yeah. did that to myself one night. Um, yeah, so yeah, lots of I know lots of people have done that to themselves. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I found out the fun way. Uh, Redline, um, the pre-workout that I got wacky gacked as the atheist with the highest customer service rating at the Chick Fil A location I was at. Um, Man, they give you atheists like their own special little awards. No, no, I was just unhinged. Um, so <laughs> I just—he gave I, himself I, that award. No, no, I was like, I'm gonna act like a fucking Disney character. What are you gonna tell me? You're being too cheerful. Fuck off, asshole. So I would get gacked out of my mind on pre-workout. But what I didn't realize is that Yohimbe is an MAOI, which can mm-hmm. radically affect the way your blood-brain barrier processes different chemicals and Mm -hmm. so being a very light person if you fucked up with that you could drink like half a beer and be near blackout if Mm -hmm. you fucked up the wrong way so that was real fun but i got wacky gacked out jesus christ all right point where like i don't know man just like singing people's orders out felt second nature (laughs) Like, like, you're just like, what are you going to do, be angry at me for being cheerful? I'm insane. <laughs> like, I've, I've had jobs where I've I've cranked it up, like, cranked up the politeness to 11 out of spite. You know what I'm saying? Okay, like, yeah, I've yeah, been no, there. No, no, like, you go into work as hungover as possible, and you're, like, real nice to that little white lady, and as soon as you're done, you just, like, rip into that, like, Christian kid, where you're like, Motherfucker, you had a full night to sleep. I had the shittiest, <laughs> money can. No, I'm I'm over here like I'm over here like chopping onions in the kitchen, and the chef is coming in, and he's like, you know, yelling and screaming. I'm like, and how was your day, sir? How are you doing? You know what I'm saying? Like, when you do that to love an it. Figure, it's just yeah. Like, you're like, it's it's weird. Like you're like, I don't have a choice but to be in this situation. But I'm just yeah. to on it anyway. Like it's a power move. It's a power move. They no, they have no idea how to handle you. Anyways, before we before we get out of here, I want to read off the uh, sub- subscribers and then give them, give you guys a chance to do your outro. Let people know where they can listen to you. So, um, anyways, uh, for all the homies that are supporting us, Fuzzy Nalgas, Hamwich, Jade, Justin Bennington, Kevin Villasane. Malik Nunez, Shmoo, Ryan, Alex, Andrew Morgado, Benny, Chris Wade, Daniel Freed, Feskatch, Fred Sharman, The Devil in France, JJJ, Jonathan Weber, Josh G, Christopher Lynch, Luke Simisek, Patrick Goldman, Reese, Big Dick Koknar, What's Up, Sarah Zadig, Slithers, Steven Savino, Terrence Hudson, The Empty Set, Alex, K, Andrew, Cook, uh, David N. Wilkie, Decoy, 
Dex's Dex, Homo Vulgaris, Jasmine, Opal, Julie Rogers, Mazer Core, what's up, Maz? My tits are Praxis, what's up, Basil? Simovin, Spore, and Nicholas. Thank you, homies. That is a lot of fucking people to read. So Jesus. This, yeah, all the homies coming through. Where can they find you and learn more about boy crime? Uh, right now, we got the uh, podcast posted off Podbean. Um, Hell yes. Boy crimes. We got about <clears throat> six episodes. We got more to come. Um, We've been running into issues for like, you know, just like editing and whatnot. You know, we work jobs and stuff, so it's hard to find time. It's tough. Time. It's hard out here for a uh, pimp, dude. I get it. We've also kind of been trying to get a little more creative with editing, and that's becoming its own fun, so... You know, yeah. I don't have any sponsors, so I'm inventing them. We had a run. We had a run early in shit show where we were doing like racist cruise ship lines, and that was <laughs> wait, one of our wait, long. Wait, you know where my father is? You know where my father is right now in the Caribbean? On a racist on a racist cruise ship line? Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, yes. <laughs> I love that I invented that accidentally five years ago. <laughs> when you Jesus. accidentally commit a crime. Yeah, yeah. And that's me. I'm hey. done. Uh, Paul, aka Roboy, find us at Boy Crimes on Podbean. Uh, peace out, y'all. Have a good night. Yep. Bye. Boy Crimes on Podbean. Take Through care. the miracle of stereo, today's sound is designed to suit you.